All right, guys, quick message uh, pre-pod. Uh, so at the end, I talked about uh, a contest that we were running. And we're going to be running uh, a contest where you can win 250 bucks with Play Action Pool. Super easy. Basically, you can build a team of the 10 golfers. You get a budget of 3K. You can select up to 10, but you don't have to select 10. And their prices are based off the OWGR rankings. Uh, and you can give yourself a chance to win 250 bucks. Uh, so it'll be on uh, the Golf Gambling Pod Twitter. Um, we'll tweet it out to you guys. So uh, listen, don't forget to go do that, man. Quick, easy way to win 250 bucks. Put your golf knowledge uh, to the test and win some cash uh, that you can uh, can you make uh, can make uh, some more more bets on. Uh, and other than that, man, don't forget that rate and uh, review and share the show with your friends during open weeks. Uh, it's always very important to us. We appreciate uh, all the support. So other than that, let's get the pod going. This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet 50 bucks at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And we're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with your over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And don't forget to go download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, welcome back, DJs, for the U.S. Open betting show. It's your boy, Boston Cap, with God Golf himself, Steve Shermer. And as always in major season, our special guest, Pamela Maldonado from Yahoo Sportsbook. Pamela, you ready for this week? I am. I am so excited for the U.S. Open because I think there's going to be a lot more volatility than what we're expecting between the Live Tour, between the PGA Tour, of course. But I'm talking about, I think this is a difficult course. So I think we could see some carnage. I think we're going to see some like surprises. Or it could just be typical and work exactly how we had predicted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, this thing definitely seems like, I, I know my co-host and I have kind of been going back and forth about how exactly to handicap the Saints. You know, he sent me some screenshots about what people are saying. I've heard some different messaging from some other players. So I guess, you know, are, are you letting, like, how much are you really kind of, like, diving into the course as far as, like, the quirkiness of it? And, like, do you think it's going to play, like, super hard? Or do you think some of that stuff might be, like, a little overblown? So the way that I look at the courses, um, I don't just look at a scorecard, par 70, 7,200 yards. Okay, cool. What does that tell me? Nothing. So I like to look at the aerial shots if if there is any on YouTube. Um, And there are. And what I see is that these greens look like they're going to be fucking difficult. Like, good luck trying to hit a pin. Good luck. You're going to roll off somewhere somehow. You can hit your mark exact and you're going to find yourself in a bunker. You're going to find yourself in the rough. So I think the the fairways, they look pretty narrow, but they still look like manageable. So I'm not really worried about players off the tee, driving distance accuracy. I'm not, I'm less worried about that. And more so thinking of how players are going to do around the green. Mm-hmm. Pretty okay. much though, I am using, my strategy was everything that I've been doing in the last like three, four tournaments, I am copying and pasting into this week because I really just feel like they've, all the turn, all the courses that they have played up until now have kind of built, built, uh, fit the mold of what they could expect here. So I could be entirely wrong and then shoot the shit and then, oops, I am going over whatever I do. Or like, that's a great strategy and we can have an exact copy and paste of what we've had. Yeah. I mean, look, like, I, I think, like, even like, I think we all take different roles, roads to different places and sometimes we just end up on the same player. Like, there's so much volume of stats to choose from that. You know, any way you can kind of justify a player, you know, as long as you just get to the right answer, you can do that. And you know what? I don't, you know, we're going to get some winners. Okay. Like, you know, you know, so it's a buck up a little bit. So, all right. So, real quick. So, we were talking about earlier in the week about the penal rough off the fairways. And uh, there's a guy who I follow on Twitter, follows me. Uh, it, it's, uh, his name's Dollars Gain Betting, and he's on the ground there. And he's been given like great threads. I sent you some screenshots of it. And he said, like, missing like a foot. And you are rolling off the green, like the, uh, and you're just completely screwed. Like the greens are wicked firm, and uh, it, even you can hit your mark, and you're still gonna roll off. Like that's how firm they are right now. And the fairway rough isn't as penal as it looks. These guys are able to get out of it. Um, so I really do think it, these greens are gonna be a problem. He was talking about guys you hitting their spot, and it's still rolling back off some of these false fronts, and then you know a foot to the left of the pin versus to the right of the pin is a thirty foot difference. Yeah, I like if the fact that you're saying that and I don't do any of that type of research, (laughs) this is just me looking at a YouTube video and you and and we have the same information. 
that leads me to believe that this could be a good week. Yeah, yeah like that, that also makes me leave me to think that like iron plays will be important too because you got to miss mm-hmm. in the right spots. Like yep. if you have no control over your irons, like if you're air mailing greens or you're just, you know, if you're aiming for the pin, you miss in the wrong spot, like that's going to punish you. So yeah, like it, it, that's pretty much what I've heard too. I've heard the rough is it looks a little gnarlier than what it actually is, but mm-hmm. yeah, those greens are definitely going to be dicey and slick. So why don't we get right uh, into it? So Pamela, why don't we go over some of your outright bets that you made this week? Um, who do you like? Oh, we're going straight for the winners, huh? <laughs> we are going straight for the winners. So Diamond Dusted, as soon as you hear this, turn off the podcast because I got the answer for you, baby. It is Tony <laughs> don't, 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 don't listen to Pamela. Listen to the end <laughs> of the podcast. What, what kind of bad advice is that? <laughs> that is true. But it is Tony Finau. You know what? I am trusting. I don't know why. I have been on Tony Finau for like three weeks, three straight weeks now, and he just made me money every week. So why am I going to lay off of him now? 35 to 1 was the number that I got. I'm sure that he could have gone better earlier or whatever he is now, but you're getting plus money, plus 135 for a top 20. I love him for a top 10 at 3 to 1. He's 35 to 1 for a win. But in his last 24 rounds, in the last 24 rounds on, on tour, he is top 10 in strokes gain, T to green, strokes gain total. Of course, he has back to back top five finishes, T4 at the Schwab, second at the RBC Canada just last week, which I said is a copy and paste of what I'm doing. Small greens, par 70. He gained seven and eight strokes ball striking. We're talking about being good with your irons. That's him. And he gained 18 strokes total last week. That is just fucking stupid. (laughs) And you didn't win. That is, that's so hurtful. It's not fair. It's so brutal. And he is in the green in every single category. And I know that his U.S. Opens are kind of a hit or miss because he has three missed cuts and he took fifth but in, in 2018 and he took a T8 in 2020. But what's important for me, we're talking about these greens and like he is good around the green right now and he is gaining strokes putting in six of his last seven events. He's yep. never won a major, but you know what? Nobody won a major until they did. Did you guys know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without ad security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hitting. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. And you can use IPVanish on unlimited devices, even your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use, and all you got to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rate of 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% off savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash SGP. And we're also brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. And it costs you less than three bucks a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery. And they have over 7,000 five-star reviews. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So I am like on Tony (laughs) Finau and I will be like, he is just playing some of the best golf of his career right now. I just have to trust that his confidence level is high, especially after last week. Yeah, I think uh, so. I I wrote him up uh, in a matchup and I said all the same things you did. I mean, he's gained in the last four putting last four, Tony Finau last four, last four. He's been, and he's just been a monster to the green. Um, I didn't pull the trigger on the outright yet, but my card's really short, so I don't know. Maybe I'll get a little FOMO <laughs> on that. So, I, and uh, like I said, I think it was last night or the night before, where he was missing last week was below the hole, and uh, you don't want to be on the wrong ledges there. You don't want to be on the wrong ledges uh, here in Brookline. So I think he w- he was missing where he wanted to miss to give himself nice pots, so let's hope he keeps it up this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Capper, what about you? What outrights do you like? 
So uh, I, my my so so I got so last night I said I had Neiman at forty <laughs> at fifty one right. Uh, so I'm in dumbass, and uh, I wish they just put the British Open versus the regular Open because I bet the wrong Open for Joaquin Neiman. So now I have Joaquin Neiman fifty one. Uh, <laughs> it's so, a good number for the Open. It's a good number for the Open. Not this week though. Uh, so my card's super short, man. Uh, so I'm on speed. I mean, you want to talk about somebody who's driving the ball? Um, just an absolute shit. Like he is, that's what he's done. And he's actually been able to pick up strokes putting um, last week, which for whatever reason, something, something switched in the guy. It was like wacky Wednesday. He just couldn't putt anymore. He was, he was missing these three foot birdies. Like it, it was insane, but he's a stud uh, around the green. Number one in this field around the green. His iron play is always good. Um, he can, mm-hmm. he's driving the hell out of the ball right now. And I do, I still think that's important this week. Um, and I can get him at 28 to one. Uh, I love speed, especially if you got to think around and, and you're going to have to be a wizard around the greens, which I think is going to have to happen. You add that plus, uh, how good he is off the tee right now. Um, love speed. Uh, same thing for Xander. He guy can't close, right? I mean, that's it. I mean, I'm, I'm the one who perpetuated this forever too. Um, he's not getting a lot of talk, not getting a lot of tips. Um, I mean, he's coming in in a really good form. Four straight top sevens at U.S. Opens. Like, you gonna do it? I don't know. I'm gonna take the shot at him. I got him at 25 to one. Uh, I, w- I think it's a big boy course, and I like uh, I like him in opens. And then uh, I'll let you talk about Cantlay. And then I took Keegan at 80 to one because I fucking kill myself if Keegan fucking won in Boston and I didn't have money on him. <laughs> um, so, and I got I got spot for one or two more because I got Burns at 66 to one at some point last year. Um, so yeah, man, it's a really short card for me. I'm either gonna beef up the units on these bets, or maybe I'll add a fee now or see if Scotty's number drifts a little bit. Okay, all right. Um, I mean, my hours. I got four. Um, all of them are under fifty to one, just because it just seems like the last eleven years, just it's it's it, guys have not come out of nowhere. So kind of straightening myself, tried to not go, you know. Have too many bombs, but I'll start with Cantley, like you uh, let me do. Thank you very much. You're so, welcome, I, I I'm gonna die on this hill. Um, I've been making this take for a month that makes my co-host roll his eyes. That about this weird agronomy take about Cantley and Bermuda. I was anti Cantley at the PGA. No flat on his face. I don't think it's because he can't play in difficult conditions. I think just the grass type of hitting his iron shots weren't very good, and he, and he sucked that week. But then we got him at the Memorial, a golf course that he's familiar with, a grass type that he likes hitting off of, and he was great. I think, you know, coming to this golf course where, you know, he tends to hit his irons pretty good off of northern strains of grass. This is a, more of a plotter golf course, too. Like, I see a lot of target golf in this place as well. Like, I, I feel like those have been tracks that Cantlay has done very well in his career. And I think this is going to be one where he, he steps up. I also see a little bit of Beth Page Black in this as, as far as, like, the types of approach shots you hit, like a lot of greens are just kind of in an island surrounded by rough. A lot of times they're like way above the surface. You got to fly the ball to it. I mean, his best major finish was third at Beth Page Black. So maybe this is finally going to be the one where maybe he can break through. So I like can't like 25 to one. I also am on Jordan Spieth. I kind of think about like at any time this golf course where it's quirky and weird, like I want a guy like Spieth. And I know this isn't Lynx golf, but. I kind of feel like you kind of have that mentality, especially with how, you know, Boston Cavers been telling you about all these videos and pictures about, you know, just balls kind of just rolling off greens. I think you got to be creative this week too. And that speeds game. Uh, one other thing I liked as well is, I mean, so the putting has been atrocious, but the last couple of times we've been to majors with really small greens and kind of shorter tracks, like a Marion and uh, Pebble beach, Gary Wibble was getting a bunch of strokes tee to green, but he's losing putting. He just caught magic. Same thing with Justin Rose back in 2013. Maybe that can be Speed's blueprint uh, to winning the, another U.S. Open. So I like him 35 to 1. Um, I made a case last night about Joaquin Neiman. I just like how he's hitting the ball. I mean, like, I, I really noticed with past U.S. Opens, and I think the trend's going to continue, you have to be really good off the tee. And that's Neiman's game. Uh, he hit his irons really good at the Memorial a couple weeks ago. And he t- he's putted really well on these bent Poe mixed greens before. I, there was the Olympia Fields uh, BMW a couple years ago that had really tough U.S. Open style conditions. Those were bent Poe mixed greens. You had Rocket Mortgage Classic. He's finished fifth and second there. He probably should have won that tournament last year. Um, those are bent Poe greens too. Um, and, you know, listen, like he hasn't finished top 10 in a major before, but look at the guys who contended the last major. Mito, Cam Young. 
you know, Fitzpatrick even like, hasn't really been there a whole lot. Like these guys are just really good and maybe it's Neiman's time. So 41 him and then max home of 50 to one. I like what he's been doing since the farmer's insurance open. It's not a perfect case, but if I'm looking for a guy that's hitting the hell out of it off the tee, his iron's great. He's, you know, he's a proven winner. He's won on tough golf courses like Riviera and Quail Hollow. I actually listened to no laying up today and they talked to Max Homa. He actually said that um, he thought Brooklyn kind of resembled the Quail Hollow and a TPC Potomac. So he actually has a lot more confidence this time. He did not play well there at the 2013 US Am. He mentioned today that he didn't think it was quite as difficult as what it was back then. I think he's going to have a good week. And I think him have finally having a T13 at the PGA might give him a little more confidence. I just like him this week. So 51 on Max Homa. Like it. All right. Why don't we go right to the matchups then? So Pamela. I hate, I'm sorry. I hate all y'all's picks except, <laughs> for, except for Jordan Spieth. I, this is the only one that I have yet to pull the trigger on. I hear, I hear you and I'm looking over it and I'm like, huh? Okay, I see you, Jordan. So I'm yeah. gonna put that one down. <laughs> I mean, he. I mean, he's he's number one around the green in this field, right? I yeah. mean, he, he's gained. He averaged up until last week. He gained putting finally. He gained almost five strokes putting, but he lost on approach. It's the first time he's lost on approach in yeah. I don't know, fucking ten months. Um, yeah, but he still he, finished t eighteen. I know that's what I'm saying. So I mean, I think his irons. It was the will first come time back. he lost strokes on his iron since April. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not in ten months. But ten months. But, sounds, sounds better for me. But so <laughs> on strokes of an approach, it was since the farmers in January, right? So, um, but yeah, I mean, look, he gained over ten and a half his last four events coming into Memorial. Like, yeah, I, I, I love, I like Jordan a lot. Well. Yeah, and this is that's just more like a narrative thing, like like funky golf course, like open championship style mentality, like just weirdness. Like, I've always wanted a guy like Spieth in that situation. So, um, I mean, that that's what really sold it for me. So, no, he was on my long list, mm-hmm. and I just haven't pulled the trigger because I'm just like, I don't know, I feel like, uh, I don't know. I have that too. First around the green, third from tee to green in the mm-hmm. last 24. I see it. I just haven't pulled the trigger. But what do I, why do I come on here so I can pull more triggers? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm That's right. here for it. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we go over in the matchup? So, Pamela, why don't you go first with uh, what's your favorite matchup of the week? My favorite is going to be Will Zelatoris minus 120 over Colin Morikawa. Yes. Morikawa, he did take fifth at the Masters, but since then he missed the cut at the Memorial. He done no better than a t26 zelatoris he gained strokes or has been neutral around the green in five straight events now that's impressive to me and he's gained putting in four of his last six so he's cleaning up the parts of his game that have been struggling um long term morikawa is probably the better ball striker but in 2022 it's been willie's will zelatoris he's consistent in all categories that's what i'm looking for is consistency coming into this event which we know is probably going to be really difficult and the storyline that i'm hearing is that this isn't a course for Z, but you know what? Club down. He's top 10 in greens of regulation. He's in majors. He's first in strokes gain total. So he's doing something right to in these big field events, in these um, difficult courses. So I think he can figure it out. I'm just going to consistency and the better short game player. And that's definitely Zalatoris at a low minus 120 price. Okay. You love yeah. you love Will Z. Yeah, I feel like anything, every time you're anytime, on, we talk about him. Anytime, anytime I can find a way to bet Will Z, I'm going to do yeah. it. Listen, I, I mean, it's definitely worked out, right? out. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying it works out, right? It works out. Until so. it stops working. Uh, you guys got to make sure you go down on the win bet $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you to win up to $200 in free bets. And don't forget about the ultimate fantasy football experience when you bet $500 or more on sports or the casino before July 31st, 2022. Get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at the Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at the Wynn Resorts. For you and your entire league, multiple entries are allowed. And the party with DJ Diesel, all users can bet $100 on NBA or casino and be entered into a prize drawing to attend DJ Diesel, which is Shaq performance at Encore Beach Club at night, as well as a meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. And there's so much to choose from, and all you got to do is download the WinBet app or visit WYNNBet.com to get started. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. 
Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing platform with today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. We actually just re-upped and renewed our Dynasty League. Uh, it's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry, and now you get to make money on Sleeper, too, by playing their new over-under game, and it's super simple. First, any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter in the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere between two and over 20 times the money you put in, and the main reason I'm excited about the over-under on Sleeper is it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop doing what you're doing and download the Sleeper app now to go play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. So go join our listener league over on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's right. Join our squad and get the first get 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks on sleeper.com slash SGP. I know he's been great to you here. Um, I mean, I think the only thing about Morka I'm a little concerned with is like if just the ball strike comes alive. And I've seen him have like really good out of nowhere, like around the green, like performances. But the oh, one yeah. thing I noticed though is that there's a lot of right to left tee shots here, and like he just hits. I I know that like he had the quote at Augusta that you know he's mm-hmm. just gonna hit his fade. I don't know if that's gonna work here. Just how like severely you have to shape some of these shots mm-hmm. right to left. I don't know how well that's going to fit his game. So I actually, I, I like that matchup. I, I think that's going to work out well for you. So my, my first matchup is, um, so talk about another guy who likes to hit a lot of left to right shots, uh, John Rahm. And one of, th- and that, that caught my eyes when I looked at this golf course in that, you know, like what worked last year at Torrey Pines for Rahm. And I think just works in general. There's like every hole is pretty much just straight out in front of you. So he can just hit these mindless bomb left to right tee shots. Over and over and over and over. There's not really a whole lot. Of, it's, it's a little bit like robot golf there. And here, like, there's a lot of r- tough right-to-left tee shots, tough right-to-left approach shots he's going to have to hit. And I've seen him be in all these situations before where, like, you know, if it's kind of a quirky golf course, it's not very straightforward in front of him. Like, like how many times have we seen him, like, on a green, just, like, the the ball just, like, ro- you know, breaks the wrong way. He slaps the putter, gets mad. Like, if that's going to be, like, these greens all week, like, that's that might go really poorly for him. So I tried to find a way to get Rory on my card just because I feel like, you know, like he's motivated right now. He's riding hot. And, you know, I, I think he's got the around the green game. He's got the iron game. So Rory McIlroy minus 125 over John Rob. That's my favorite matchup of the week. Like it. All right. Capper, what about you? So my favorite matchup of the week is Sam was all right. So I'm taking Finau over Hovland. And it's not just because of his around the green game. Uh, he just kind of looks lost right now. He's not doing really anything mm-hmm. great. Last week, he almost uh, lost almost seven strokes, TD Green, which, uh, like, it doesn't happen with him. So, I mean, it, it's crazy to see. And then, I mean, you take a look at his finishes. I mean, since the players, his highest finishes at 21st at the Schwab, where he lost two and a half strokes around the green. So, I, I, I'm just not overthinking it. Finau is in exceptional form, and there's no reason to overthink this one. And it's only minus 115, so I, I grab that one. Okay, I like it. Pamela, what about you? What's your uh, next matchup that you love? Similar thought process here. Sam Burns minus 130 over Victor Hovland because, yeah, he sucks <laughs> around the green. He's bottom 10 <laughs> in the field. He is bottom 10 around the green. He has lost strokes in seven of his last 10. Burns has gained more tee to green strokes than Hovland in 2022. Burns, he gained three, seven, and 11 strokes tee to green in his last three. So he's coming into this with some like really good form. Hovland. Opposite directions, as you mentioned, he hasn't had a top 20 since match play, and that doesn't mean anything. So I'm going with Sam Burns, minus 130. Just anybody over Hovland, mostly. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, similar to how my, my thoughts with Homa, like, I feel like the major breakout is going to come with Burn very soon. So yeah. I like that pick. All right, so my second matchup is, I mean, my co-host already made the case for Xander this week. I mean, I agree. I, I think the only concern is, like, if we get a little bit of windy conditions, he hasn't historically been good in some of those stuff. But... <laughs> A guy I really don't like this week, and I and I know that like you guys are both valuing around the green, and I am too. But I feel like Cam Smith, where he's really valuable around the green, is when it's tighter lies and like undulated, like you know, like like rough areas. It seems like when he's gone on golf courses with like really thick, rough around the green, like he just hasn't scrambled very well in those situations. You know, so we kind of saw- take Xander over Smith. 
It is Xander over Smith, minus one. I have that was my third pick. <laughs> All right. All right. Same wavelength. Well, then you know what? I'm going to pass. I think I've been on y'all's show for too long. Can, We're can like you, having the same brain. Can you see that right there? You probably can't, but it's Xander no. over Smith. <laughs> oh, hey, there we go. <laughs> oh, no. This is going to go so poorly. That means Cam Smith is going to win it all. <laughs> oh, God. That would be really bad for my betting card if that happens. Uh, so then, you know what? Then I'll, I'll kick it to you. So why do you like that matchup then? Because Smith, yes, he's typically a player that I absolutely love to back in some of these tougher field events, but his around the green is supposed to be his strength. But he's actually like lost or like been fairly neutral in his last four. So his strength is no longer his strength. It's just mediocre. Where there's a lot of other players who have the 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 upper hand in that spot for now. He's losing stroke off the tee. You can't lose strokes off the tee. His end accuracy could really bite him in the ass here. Yeah. Xander, I know that this is like Totally like broadside here in U.S. Opens. He's had T7 or better since 2017. But if you look at Xander, like, yeah, he's not winning these tournaments, but he is consistent. Like, there's not really any part of his game that, like, you have to really look for the problem areas because he doesn't really have one. Whereas, like, for Smith, he's a little bit more volatile. Like, he's losing strokes off the tee one week. He's losing strokes with his putter the other week. He's losing strokes tee degree. Like, he's very inconsistent. So I'm always going to back the player that has consistency and that is Xander Shoffley over Cam Smith and minus 135 that's maybe a little bit juiced but like I totally Xander's one of my outrights too so I like him not just like yeah in this head-to-head but if I like him to win the tournament of course I'm gonna like him over somebody who's as inaccurate as Kim Smith Pamela yeah, I'd like to remind you that juice only matters if you lose Let's exactly. be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the motto of this show <laughs> yeah. right, Cabra do you have anything to add to that no, I mean that's, that's yeah, that's pretty pretty fucking breakdown. I mean, yeah. there's nothing else to do. I also have I also have I'm picking on Smith. I got I got Spieth over over Smith as well. All right, there we uh, go. So I, I How did these the fact that these just seem so easy is like so worrisome. So <laughs> what's worrisome, right? I mean, look, I mean, handicap of golf is fucking insanely <laughs> difficult as it is, and you're betting against a top five player in the world. It's right. it, it, like, I don't think it's easy, easy, but I think there's an edge there, right? And I'm not, I mean, right. whatever. It is what it is. Like, I'll, I'll take my stand. Did we I'll... all watch the same YouTube video? <laughs> Basically, yes. Yeah, exactly. So, no, and like sometimes, like, we galaxy brain ourselves out of stuff, even when, when like the answer's right in front of you. So, yeah, like, yeah listen, like, if, go with your gut sometimes on these matchups. So, uh, I mean, so my third matchup is we had a discussion about a, a heated discussion last night about, uh, not about two certain players. I'm going to pick on the other one that uh, I did not defend last night, Davis Riley. And he looks really great in the stat categories. Like he's on an incredible run. I just, I don't know if I really buy it with him. Like I know like he did really well at Southern Hills up great performance. A lot of some of these other better performances have been like, you know, Mexico open Byron Nelson colonial, like, I don't know if what I'm actually seeing with him is kind of legit, especially with like how he was in the fall, how he was earlier this season, how he was in the corn Ferry tour. Like he net, like he showed some flashes a couple of years ago, but last year before he came up, he wasn't that good. Not really that highly thought of a college player either. So I'm going to fade him against Aaron Wise, who I actually do believe in. And one of the things I think is really important is what I noticed that these U.S. Opens on smaller tracks and smaller greens, iron play has been tremendously important. And I just believe in Aaron Wise's iron stats right now. He's hitting the hell out of the ball. It's been consistent going back all the way pretty much to last fall, except for like a little blip at the beginning of the year. That was kind of weird. Um, you know, and like I know he's a deficient putter. But if these greens are just impossible for everybody, that's going to shrink the gap between him and everybody else because more people are going to be missing putts too. So I got Aaron Wise minus 110 over Davis, Davis Riley. I kind of missed the boat on this. Apparently it was like Riley minus 130 over Wise at the beginning of the week, and then it moved to like Wise minus 110. But I still like the number. It's just a, I'm just a, basically a coin flip. So that's my third matchup. Like I will say that I do like that one, and I'll give you a little tidbit that Davis Riley made my long list, and I don't know what it is, but I didn't use him for anything, for a top 40, for a top 20, for anything. He ended up not making any of my content for this week because yeah. I can't put my finger on it, but I'm just like, eh, I don't know. I'm it's not sure the, about you. It's off the tee. It's he, he on, at least on Sundays, right? On Sundays, 
he is so tight. It's like uh, your first tee, if you're hungover at your local course and you're all stacked up and all of a sudden four guys who you don't know who look like they might be able to play golf are standing there staring at you watching the tee shot and you shank it right. That's what he does on Sundays. So, <laughs> Were you talking about me there? <laughs> no, 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 no. You shank it low. <laughs> yes, because I'm left-handed. That's right. Um, yeah, right. Riley scares me too. Uh, so I actually, I, I just want what I wasn't gonna talk about, but I got Gooch uh, over over Riley as uh, as okay. one of my other matchups. So, all right, I don't mind yeah. that. So, all right, why don't we uh, move the positional? So, Pamela, I know you mentioned that uh, you have Finau top ten and top twenty. I think. Do you have anything else? Top ten None. for any guys? Oh, we're looking at top ten. All right. Yes. Um, yeah, Roy McIlroy. Um, you were talking about. Unless you want, do you have another matchup you want to talk about? No, that's it. I had three. Okay. Um, okay. For Rory, you were talking about how you wanted him on your card. I picked two outrights for my Yahoo video this week. I picked two outrights, and they're the same two outrights that I had last week. Rory McIlroy and Tony Finau. <laughs> and I am uh, going with them again. Nice. Like I know that Rory, it's really hard to win a tournament twice, back-to-back. Um, I get that. And he hasn't won a major since 2014. I get that. But it is just really hard to not overlook him. And he is first in tee to green. He is first in ball striking. He is first in strokes game total. A win was absolutely coming. It's just, are we now too late on him? But in U.S. Opens, he has three straight top tens. I'm losing Torrey Pines and Pebble because of the greens, um, the runoffs that they have and how small they are. You need a little bit more accuracy. And he has a T3, T16, and a T7. Like I think Rory at plus 140 for a top 10, it's just like a no-brainer, and I wouldn't even be mad if it loses just because like, I'm not using last week as the indicator. I'm using just his career as an indicator. His floor is most player ceilings. So he could end up having like a couple of blips, and he still squeezes into the top 10 <laughs> just because of how good he is, and which is why the surprise of like, oh, why he hadn't won in so long. Well, he finally did, and I think now he has a chance here to just make some magic, and I believe in magic. So give me Rory McIlroy for a top 10. <laughs> Let's go. I like it. All right. All right. Well, I don't have any top 10s. Capper, do you have any? You I, like, I'm a coward yeah. with the top 10s. I, 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 I put my balls on the table other places. Like I, When I look at a top 20 versus a top 10, and it's like a fucking 30. Well, look, pot. here's how I do things. If I like a player for a top 20, and you're giving me good odds for a top 40, I'll do that. If I like a player for a top 10, and you're giving me good odds for a top 20, I'll do that. If That's... I like a player to win, I will take them in the top 10. So I'm always a little bit more conservative than what I actually like. So if I like Rory to win, yes, I like him in the top 10. If I like Finau to win, yes, I like him in the top 10. Now, if I'm being super conservative, who I like in the top 20, but I'm conservative and taking plus money for a top 40, you mentioned him right now with your head-to-head, Steve, and it's Aaron Wise. Um, He's been somebody who I was taking in the top 20 market. It wasn't working. I started taking him in the top 40 and he's cashing for me. So I'm going to keep doing it until it stops, but he's yep. top 20 in strokes gained T to green. He has gained strokes ball striking in eight straight events since March. And perhaps more importantly, considering how this course layout is, because we've been talking about it, he has gained strokes around the green in six of his last eight events. So secretly I love him for a top 40 because you're giving me plus 100. But I also really believe that he could like be those super long shots to like win. <laughs> yeah, I like it. No, I, I I had that as well. I have Aaron Wise also as a top forty there. So, so yeah, I, I hate you guys who get that play top forties. I know. So sickly jealous about it. I know. Do you have anything else, Pamela? In your um, let's take a look. My little card. Forties and twenties and stuff. Um, how do we not like? Man, tell me how y'all feel about Sunjay. I am going back and forth with him. And I liked him for maybe he could win. Well, maybe he's a top 20. Well, maybe he's a top 10. I really don't fucking know. Sung JM, he's so good. Top 20 is 175, so that's value for me. But he's yep. fourth in T to green. He's top 10 total. He has the accuracy. He's uh, top 10 around the green as well. He has the distance, but he also has the sand saves. There's a fuck ton of bunkers. Yep. So, like, Sung J could, like, Probably no one's thinking of him because we haven't seen him because he withdrew because he had COVID. What if he just comes back and like smashes everybody and is like, hey, I'm here. Don't forget me. So he so you said you believe in magic. Do you believe in curses? Oh, no. Yes. Sure. So <laughs> he is uh, he is what they call undercursed, uh, And that's never, ever a good thing. Uh, and he's and he was massively mispriced in DraftKings. Oh, by, yeah. at, le- by at least a thousand dollars. He's going to be uber chalk. He's gonna be like thirty uh, percent owned or something it, in DK. Yeah. The numbers they hung on him to to win at sixty six. People steam down to wherever they're at now. Um, yeah. He's definitely not coming in under the radar. 
Um, but plus 175 on a top 20, you are messing with the curse gods. Uh, but I don't hate I don't How hate. about leave it alone, then Matthew Fitzpatrick for a top 20 also. Plus okay, there well, he, like, like that He's a top better. 20 yeah. machine. He won this. <laughs> he won at this course as a 2013 amateur, and I know that was a long time ago and has no relevance. But, I mean, 2022, he's played in 12 events. He has nine top 20s, seven top 10s. And in his last two majors, he took 14th at the Masters and 5th at the PGA Championship. So he knows what he's doing. He's a veteran, um, even though he has the baby face. <laughs> like, he he can definitely contend. He, he's another player that, like Xander, where you have to look for the flaws. Well, there just aren't really any. So mm-hmm. I like Fitzpatrick for a top 20. Yeah, listen, like any any time. Yeah, and any time uh, you bet Fitzpatrick basically for a position and not to uh, win, my co-host will uh, co-sign that because... Mm-hmm. He definitely has judged me for all the money I've lost on betting Fitzpatrick to win over that the last year or so. Yes, exactly. So, all right. Well, I'll, I'll just go over my uh, my positions because uh, I only have top twenties and uh, some top forties. So, I will start off with I basically just took some guys that I like to win, and I found plus odds for top twenties, and I, I went with that. So, uh, I believe in Patrick Cantley this week. I think he's going to have a good finish. I think this golf course is going to set up well for him. Top twenty for Patrick Cantley plus one twenty five. Same thing to Jordan Spieth, plus 130. I just think, like, the quirkiness and weirdness thing. I think he's going to be relevant this week. I think this is going to be in his wheelhouse. Plus 130 for a top 20. And then let's go back to the guy that uh, I actually made the sand for last night. And we were a little rushed with the with the podcast last night because of time constraints. and Only an hour and 40 minutes. I know. For, well, for four guys. I mean, we're pretty long-winded. But Cam Young, and I believe in the kid. Like, I've... I said at the top of the show, like there has been a huge trend of just like guys who are just awesome off the tee. Do well, US Open. It hasn't really mattered what setup you're throwing at him, it, either Pebble Beach or Shinnecock or Wingfoot, like a like, couple different variations of style of golf courses. Just the guys who have been the biggest, baddest guys off the tee has always risen to the top. But what I really like about him is just it's not only just the talent, but he's been doing it this year at just different types of tracks. Right. Where, like, I think he's not a flu. So, you know, T2 at Riviera, T16 at the Honda, T13 at Bay Hill, T3 at RBC Heritage, which bombers don't do well there. And he mm-hmm. clubbed down. He was one of the leaders in driving accuracy that week. Mm-hmm. T2 at Potomac, a tough setup with narrow fairways, deep rough. T3 at Southern Hills, where he, I think he actually led the field in driving accuracy that week, too. I, you know, I mentioned last night that I think the golf course he grew up on is kind of quirky and weird. It's not one of these just like TPC bombing out their wedge fest. So you got to think your way around it. You know, there's some character to it. You have strategy. I think that's maybe why he's been good at so many different types of tracks. I think he's going to come to Brookline and look at it. And I think some guys are going to be intimidated. And I think he's going to be just fine. I think he's going to be able to adjust his game. And he is not only is he incredibly long. And I've mentioned a couple of times, like for a guy that long, he hits it pretty straight. And he doesn't so, look like he can bomb it either. Like he looks like he's he's just a little guy like me. Right, but he, he, he averages three seventeen. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it is crazy. It's nuts. I think so you top- stole my card because I also have Cam Young. Great talk funny. <laughs> oh, there one, you go. Uh, I have to do so. I have to do uh, like I did for Yahoo this week. I did a top forty, a top twenty, a top ten. So I have I've had all ranges checked out, and Cam Young was my two two to one for a top twenty, yeah. and for all the reasons that you said, he's first off the tee. I mean, he did good, so good at all of these places, but. Perhaps you're getting a two-to-one value because of his history in majors. He has three miscuts, but he did take third at the PGA Championship. So I just think he's a better player now than what he used to be. Um, I like that you mentioned that he clubbed down. That's exactly how I feel about Zalatoris, and that's exactly how I feel about Young. All these guys who maybe aren't great off the tee, this isn't just play smart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because you don't leave the driver in the bag. You know how often I don't use my driver? Pretty fucking often. Because, <laughs> so if I'm a recreational and can think that, so again, these PGA pros with good caddies. Hmm. Yeah, I hope. I, I mean, I, he definitely has a good caddy. If, if he's been doing all these places, he definitely does. Uh, the other top twenty, I don't typically do this, but because I always think like anytime a book offers like that, this guy, this oh, guy, yeah. this guy, top ten plus money, I just think it's a sucker bet. But one caught my eye, Zalatoris. Max Homa and Daniel Berger, top 20, two, 12 to one if all of them do it. So I already mentioned Homa. We've talked about Zalatoris tonight. Like, I I think he can do it here too. I think the kid's just good. And I think he'll be able to figure out. And then as far as Daniel Berger, like he does lack some pop off the tee, but hits a ton of fairways. 
Again, I feel like a plotter golf course is kind of his style. I feel like he can do that a little bit here. Uh, his, you know, he finally played pretty good at the Memorial a couple weeks ago. Um, I was really impressed by that. I think he's going to have another strong showing. And I like 12 to 1. I get all three for guys I actually kind of like that. Don't seem like other than like Zalatoris might have a whole lot of buzz then. So those are my top 20 picks. Capper, what about you? So I got a bunch of the same ones you got. So I got Speeth at 125. Um, I got Young at plus 190. Uh, I got JT at minus 150. It's the only one I'm eating juice on. I don't give a shit. The guy is firing on on all cylinders right now. He wants how, how many how many football bets on that? Uh, just one for right now. Oh, oh, come on. I know. Whatever. Listen, dude. I have I have a bunch of money out this week. Okay. The um <laughs> um. So yeah. Listen, and and I got and so like I also got. I also have Xander at plus one ten for a top twenty. I feel like uh, I feel like that is I feel like that's insane. Like I can't believe I got plus money on that because I go look at my two other books and I'd be having like one eighty one ninety on it. Um, but I'm also I, I, this is like the first time I've ever been able to. I never do never did top twenties until I got this new vocal because all the odds were always shit. Um, and then and Finau plus plus one fifty top twenty. Ugh, why not? Like it, we we've already talked. We've already sang his praises. Um, and then as far as like bombs go, um, I only have one down, and that's Bo Hostler, eight to one. Let's fucking go. Don't care. <laughs> yep, that's right. Make that face, Pamela, because it is a gross fucking pick. It is <laughs> I, I sicken myself. You might it be the fun. only person on the planet with that <laughs> ticket. <laughs> yeah, you just make fun of me when I used to take a stand for Bo Hostler, and now look at you. Yeah, listen. I, I, so I like to take a couple of deep bombs down here. I mean, I almost cashed seven to one fucking Taylor until he uh, had three bogeys on the back nine. He ended up one shot off of t20 so whatever eight to one he came in third at pebble right he's he's and he lost a stroke putting a couple tournaments ago and it's the only time he's lost putting uh in a while his iron play is what's trash so it terrifies me it's fucking eight to one i'm not laying a football bet on it right i'm throwing 50 bucks on it see what happens the um and then i'll bet my boy keegan uh if i'm taking him out right i'm also taking the top 20 long and straight off the tee great long iron player Small greens. He's decent around the. He's decent around. Uh, he's decent around the green. It's fine. And they're so small, he can't possibly three putt, right? Right? He can't three putt, right? <laughs> uh, does uh, if he puts off the green, technically that's right. not a three putt. He can chip it <laughs> exactly. It's very true. It's very true. So yeah, and then so two of the other bombs I was looking at, I haven't pulled the trigger on yet. Is uh, two guys we talked about last night, Molinari at plus five ten, and then Neesmith at plus six fifty. I think Neesmith. I don't know if I can pull the trigger on it because. He's made a bunch of cuts, but I don't know if he can actually make the top 20. I think Molinari actually might be able to make some noise. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I think of the two, I think I like Molinari. Let's do the good stuff. <laughs> What's the good well, stuff? Well, hold on. I, I had a couple top 40s. So, uh, yeah. so Joaquin Neiman, I found, was mispriced. I got him at minus 110 for a top 40. Like, he was below guys like like Answer and Riley, and like like that was mispriced. So, minus 110 for top 40 uh, for Neiman. Uh, Webb Simpson, I kind of like this week. I like how he's been hitting his irons ever since he made that iron switch before the PGA. Um, he was one of the lone guys at Wingfoot, like in a sea of bombers that actually did well because I think you know he's going to hit a bunch of fairways. Uh, and he's he has a pretty sneaky good U.S. Open history. You know, other than just like it's not just that 2012 win. Like recently, he's been good. Uh, and then this is like a ticket that I just want to look at and pet and like caress because like, I know it's going to shit tomorrow on thursday but victor perez top 40 plus 280 uh, whenever i fall in love with one of these euro guys who puts up some good stats over there like i know it's going to go badly but i'm not gonna be able to sleep at night if i don't have it so um i mean he was in the he was in the woods for a while finally won the dutch open third of the porsche european open hitting the ball really good the last 12 rounds gain over a stroke and a half uh can't really putt but you know what that's kind of a little bit what i'm looking for especially if the greens are really difficult to putt on so uh victor perez top 40 plus 280 and we're also brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. And it costs you less than 3 bucks a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than any cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery. And they have over 7,000 five-star reviews. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
All right, gentlemen, you know Father's Day is just around the corner, and our friends over at Manscaped are happy to ensure all the father figures out there are looking daddy material this June. Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is the perfect bundle to take any and all old man hair for head to toe. This right here is no dad joke. Treat them to yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod will thank you. And listen, the Manscaped is designed for fathers in mind with the performance package 4.0. It's here just in time for your pops uh, special day. Inside this package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxers or briefs, and a travel bag to hold his goodies. And let me start off by saying the Lawnmower 4.0 will be the official MVP of this Father's Day. The fourth generation trimmer features cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology, the Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof, waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight uh, where he needs for a more precise shave. Does your dad use the same trimmer for his body and face? Let's throw that out the window and give him the upgrade he deserves. But wait, there's more. Manscaped just launched their new uh, boxers 2.0 that dare I say the best boxes ever. We all know dads love their comfort with summer just around the corner. The boxes 2.0 are here to save every father from uncomfortable heat. These boxes are packed with revolutionary features, including the jewel pouch designed to cradle his boys in their own special space. This right here is the game changer. Whether he's mowing the lawn, taking out the trash or golfing in the sun, these moisture wicking boxers breathe without breaking a sweat. Dads buy this for yourself. Sons buy this for you and your dad. Ladies buy this for your man and dog daddies. You deserve this treat too. So get 20% off plus free shipping when you get with promo code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code SGP and shake what your mama gave you. Nah, shake what your daddy gave you. Now we can get to the good stuff. <laughs> First round leader time. Let's get a win, guys. So, yeah. all right. I don't have any props. Uh, what's up? You don't have any props. So let's talk about one prop that I was considering that okay. I wanted to get your opinion all right. on. All right. Y'all are y'all are good with props. Yep. I need to do a prop. I think yeah, I sure. have one. So okay. tell me, tell me that it's just like not easy fucking money to take no hole in one at plus oh. money. Don't don't not take it because that little bunny, what is it, 130 yard path three that they got? It's, is that number three or four? It's still plus money right now, but I yeah. mean, you're talking about there's four par threes. Two of them are over 200 yards, which is similar to last week. Mm. One of them is 193, but then the one that is 133 yards, which is probably why people want to hop on to the yes, yes. it is a tiny ass fucking green. It, it yeah. is tiny and it drops straight off into the rough. I mean, into the, yeah, there's mm. yep. deep rough fall off. There's a bunch of bunkers. It is too. surrounded by bunkers. <laughs> yep. So it's 133 yards, but that thing is a bitch. So, yeah. I, I mean, if you miss that, so, so the only thing I will say is anytime you bet no hole in one, it is a mental mind fuck for four days. Oh, sure. Because anytime no, yeah. you see some jabroni scrub on a par three, they you know, randomly you shoot up and you're like, is this one? Or if there's like a random roar that you hear on the TV, it's like, what was that? Was that a hole in one? <laughs> and then you got to wait five minutes to figure it out. <laughs> it's... Listen, I, I agree with the logic there, but you are going to tear your hair out for four days. With the nose. What did so you get? God like bless you if you go do that. Plus 140? It's plus 135, yeah. I mean, is, it, yes is the juice worth the squeeze? I just think it's free money because also it's supposed to rain or it already did. Yeah. These balls aren't going to roll. They're just going to plop down. And when it does firm up, they're going to roll into the bunker. Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, the listen, only I, one. I don't know. I get. The, I, listen, I definitely get your line of thinking. And you all are talking about wind, also. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely so. Yeah, we can definitely talk about that, right? So the wind it, it kicks up pretty heavy on Thursday afternoon, as far as gusts go. Looks like it's calm. Oh nope. It's see. It looks like it's back up on fucking Friday morning. This is why. Yeah. This is why Andy told me not to stop looking at this shit until Wednesday. I I, um, I remember back in 2019. I bet no hole in one at Beth Page Black, and I made it to Sunday with four groups to go. And number 17 was that impossibly hard like par three. Everyone was missing the green, and fucking Matt Wallace hit a hole in one <laughs> with like four groups to go. I was so fucking pissed. Luckily, yeah. I had Brooks Kapka winning the tournament, so it didn't matter. But you know, listen. 
<laughs> I just feel <laughs> that's like, all I was focused on. That I feel like you could find a, a less stressful, less joyless prop. What a joyless prop to bet. It's no not that it's one. joyless. No. That's joyless. You're going to have somebody like, who are these people? Like Joseph Bromlett is going to be the dude who is a hole in one or like, <laughs> like just like pisses all off. Stuart Sink is going to just like, exactly. Yes. Joel exactly. Dobbin, he would be the one. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, like, Corey Collins has to have a hole in one in like two or three weeks. So he's due. He is due regression. No, just, I don't know. I just feel like, I just like, I think it's juiced to the yes because you have one that's 133 yards. That makes yeah, sense. And that's, that's purely. It's purely because of that, but it is not an easy one to hit. It mm. is like a, it's like a the badminton tee thing. What, what the birdie? It's like yeah. that it's, hole it's is like called a birdie. shuttlecock. It, okay, okay yeah. well that it's that that's the that's the green. Yeah, so it's, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like the same thing. It's it's like the same thing as hole number uh, seven at Pebble. Just like basically just a small green that's well below you with you know just trouble all around you. We don't see hole in ones like. All that often on that hole, so yeah, like listen, like just because 133 yards is not going to make it difficult, and they're going to put the pins in really crazy spots to protect it. So you, you know what? I don't mind that bet. Just you know, better take your blood pressure medicine. You know, next couple of days. So, all right, do you got any other tournament props you like? No, uh, that was the only one. Okay, all right, Cabra, do you got any tournament props? I got, uh, I got, I just have two miscut and make cut. Miscut, I, like- I got even money on Leishman Ooh. to miss the cut. Okay. I just think he's so squirrely off the box that I just can't. I don't trust him at all. He's turned back him. into a pumpkin, too. Yeah, I don't trust yeah. him at all. I got even money on him. Um, I feel like he, he he could shoot himself out of this by the end of the first round like pretty easily. Um, and even money. It's always hard to find like decent value on these miscut props. Um, but then mm-hmm. for all these guys to make the cut, it's even money. Rory, Spieth, and Neiman. Even money. Guy who blows it? Who, who blows it? Exactly. Who, which one of these? Probably fucking, gonna better, be my boy Neiman. I was like, better not be fucking speed. So, so <laughs> it could. I mean, I don't know. It's even money, and that's uh, that's fine. Like I was just, I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's the it's the best make the cut prop I could find. And I, I you know, me, I usually do the nationalities and shit, but nothing really jumped out to me now. I did see a couple three balls. I'm gonna have to dig into a little more, um, just because I feel like it needs more juice on the cut, man. Okay. more action in the major week let's go well i have a miscut one that maybe well i don't know let's talk about it first yeah, <laughs> i haven't fired it on it yet but maybe it's terrell hatton at plus 130 oh, in u.s opens he has missed a cut three out of five he was cut last week in canada losing off the tee and nearly five strokes on his irons now that was actually his worst iron play that he's had since 2019 so could that happen twice unlikely but he's also bottom 10 in iron play performance. That was also his bottom 10 in iron play performance since 2020. His other bottom 10 performances, excuse me, I am like all groggy over here, That's was okay. in the 2020 and 2021 U.S. Opens. Yeah. So mm. it's kind of like a pattern. And, yeah. and he's not going to get any flat lies here uh, <laughs> other than the first four holes. Like, yeah, I, I so I got I got Fleetwood over Hatton in, in a matchup and <laughs> that's the only one I could find. Um, but I wanted to target uh, Hatton in a bunch of matchups, and I couldn't find it. You're 100% right. I, I like that. I just wrote that down. Hatton, yeah, and, and, I'm going to find it. And he complains. He complained about Augusta. Everything. He complained about Southern Hills. He complained about last week. He's going to bitch about this week. We should Can, can Netflix mic him up this week? Oh, probably. Because that would be a great <laughs> episode. Tower Hatton's two days at Brookline. Dude, Netflix luck boxed into the most interesting golf oh, season. did. Ever like oh, what yeah. a fucking what a fucking time for Netflix to be like you know what we need a golf documentary and then yeah. the golf world explodes maybe they <laughs> add a hand and live too yeah, yeah. so all right so I got a couple of tournament props so my book has been kind of slow rolling some like scoring props like cut line guys under par stuff like that the only one I've had access to so far is winning score so. From what I've seen, like it looks very intimidating. I obviously it's a US Open set. Guys are gonna bomb out if you're playing bad. But some of the things I've been hearing, just kind of looking at the course too, I don't think it's gonna be impossibly hard. Like, I don't think it's gonna be like a Shinnecock where just no one could hold greens. They let the greens get away from them, just like it was a disaster. I don't think this is gonna be wing foot where guys just hit the fairway and it just bounces 30 yards into the rough and you just, you can't get out of it. Like, I feel like everything's going to be out in front of you. If you just play smart, play conservative, Hey, keep a good head on your shoulders. And that's kind of been the prevailing theme of some players quotes. I saw that like, you know, there are going to be some scoring opportunities out there if you're just careful. So the winning score 
over under right now is 276 and a half, which is minus three and a half. Uh, I think someone's going to go under that. I think a winning score probably minus five. And like, I, like, I, like sometimes we romanticize these golf courses about how difficult it is and like the buzz gets going and there's all it takes just one guy to just separate himself. And I think we forget sometimes these guys are just fucking awesome at golf. So I, I think minus five is where I got like, you know, the idea in my head, especially if we, if it's, from accounts for right now, the rain did soften up a little bit. If they get a little more rain during the tournament, I think that's going to just help keep them a little more receptive. Kind of like it did at Oakmont back in 2016. Like that got a little bit of rain and it helped keep the scoring from not getting too out of control. So winning score under 76 and a half. Uh, I know the cut line, I've seen it at other places at plus six and a half. I don't know quite how I feel about it. And maybe that's a wait and see. But now some fun props. So we haven't really talked about live all that much. Right. And my book and my book offered some lib props. Mm-hmm. So the first one is: Will any player be sponsored by Live this week? And this has gotten ugly. You had Jay Moynihan go on CBS last week, basically calling mm-hmm. it a betrayal, and all the great things that PJ Tour has done for communities and charities and everything out there. You had Rory saying that like these, he was basically disappointed. You got all these players basically coming at these guys. I think they're going to come out and show of, you know, basically some unity. I think they're going to have an arm patch. I also found an article because I did some digging, like, can the USGA actually ban these guys? And apparently if they want to wear a live patch or wear live apparel, they can do it. The USGA is not going to stop them. So not Saudi golf, specifically live? Live. Okay. Live golf. So I get that yes at plus 120. I think it's going to happen. So. See that. And then – I mean, Mickelson wore his Augusta shit on the first on the first <laughs> right. day of fucking live. So right, and then the other one I got is how many live guys who played live last week are going to make the cut? So there's eleven guys. You got Dustin Three. Johnson, you got Taylor Gooch, you got Kevin Na, you got Louis Usweis and Sergio Garcia, Phil Mickelson. I'm re- naming off a lot of just a murderer's row of guys right now: Richard Bland, James Pio, Sam Horsfield, Brandon Gray, Sean Norris. And the over-under is five and a half of those guys. Oh, under. What would you have to pay for the juice on that? <laughs> Only minus 115. So, under, so less than half these schmucks making it. And not to mention, nine of these 11 guys are going off in the PM on Thursday. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Know. We're doing that. Under one and five and a half lib players make the weekend. I wonder if I can find that. Which Is that is that like a legal book? It's, we'll discuss offline. Yeah, fair enough. So, but if you if you find the <laughs> the legal books, pro- I don't think have those, but the other ones probably do. Gotcha. So okay. Um, now let's get the first round leaders. Yep. So, I'm betting them all. I'm betting them all. Yes. Betting them all. You can't bet all. <laughs> I'm betting them all. <laughs> Everyone that I like: Xander Shoffley, yeah. Will Zelatoris, Tony Finau, Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, Cam Young, Mito Pereira, <laughs> Matthew Fitzpatrick, Sun J.M., <laughs> Sam Burns. <laughs> I mean, just fucking put the entire list up. <laughs> One it. of them's got to hit. <laughs> we are so it. proud of you. <laughs> it makes me so happy. I think the first, first time came you came on, on here, yeah. you were like, "I don't do the first round leader." Now you're like, straight into the veins. You just did. Let's go. Got, like 15. <laughs> right there well done <laughs> we have done some good some good in the community so no so, the four, so there's four guys that i like really like right and that yep. would be tony finau roy mcelroy those are a given yep. the ones that i liked for top 20s those are going to be matthew fitzpatrick will zalatoris xander shoffley tony finau those are a given now the ones that are added because i'm like well i was indifferent but now just fucking adam to jordan spieth yep. you're talking about cam young i'm convinced still cam young Peter Pereira, he could be interesting. Just why not? Done the fine. I'll take one off. Sung Jayan. I'll leave him off. Okay, there you go. So, take the curse guy off. So I have 14 instead of 15. So <laughs> whatever. You're gonna get sweat. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't know if there was an advantage from 10 to 1, uh, from going off on 10 or 1. So I just kind of eliminated it. Because I, I will say this, I think the back nine is easier in the front. I know, but isn't ten going to be like one of the hottest holes, or eleven is going to be it, one of the hottest holes? It is, holes but the like the first four, the first like four holes are really really tough, tough. On, on the front. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want some guy to go off on the toughest hole and he's not warmed up Good at point. all and fucking quads the first hole. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, and, and then they have the short par three right after that. You know what? You make a good point. Yeah. It might be an awkward start. Yeah. So, okay. so, I, so, so I just got to that. 
So you're targeting the players that are starting in the back nine is what you're saying? No, I, I, I don't know which one is going to be worse. So I just, I think they're oh. both, I think they both suck. I think, yeah. I think you can get off to a terrible start on either side. So, oh, for sure. So, I, and because of the wind gusts in the afternoon, I just went straight AM players, straight AM players. So I got Will Z, 35 to one, Cam Young, 50 to one, uh, Rory, he's only 20 to one. So I normally put 10 to $20 on, on these. On, so he's going to go back to back at both majors. Fuck it, yes. why not, man? Okay. Fuck it, why not? So I put so I put I put forty bucks on him this time because I wanted to win eight hundred. Um, and then uh, Spieth, same thing, thirty three. Um, and then I'm debating some of these other guys, right? So Neiman goes off in the morning. I can get him at forty five. Berger goes off at fifty. I feel like I all and I'm always going to play Keegan at seventy. Keegan and Munez, just two slots automatically given any week they play first round leader seventy five and eighty to one. Both go off in the morning. So I got those two, and I'm debating between Berger. Uh, so HV3 is another one I'm um, thinking about because he goes off in the morning, and he, okay. he usually pops early and blows up on a fucking Sunday. Uh, Aaron Wise at 90 to 1 is another one I'm looking at. Um, and those are the guys I'm looking at. I got to pare it down because I won't, I won't go over 10 a week. That's my, that's my limit. Uh, okay. And if I'm, and no, if I'm that's gonna, a good. That's a good list. If they have, if they're all AM starts, then yeah, Zelators, Young, Rory, Spieth, Wise. That's everyone that I like, and it's less than ten. Let's go. There you go. Let's go. Yeah. So, so my list, I pared it down a lot. It's bas- We basically overlapped, uh, Capper. Yeah. I, I went with just guys in the AM. So Spieth thirty-five to one, Zalatoris forty to one, Cam Young fifty to one, Daniel Berger fifty to one, Joaquin Neiman fifty to one. Um, if Andy likes listening tonight, um. Apologies about Billy Horschel. I think I didn't give him enough credit. He could get oh, off to Billy a good Horschel. start here. I know, but you know what? He's got a lights out putter. Maybe he can just hit a bunch of fair. And listen, like I said before, Billy Ho, like while he looks like a dick on TV, like he does a lot for like where, literally where I live, like Northeast Florida. Like he does a lot for the community with food banks and stuff like that. Yeah. So I always feel bad because I know what he does around here when I say he looks like a dick, when I know he does like a bunch of good charity work. So I don't know. I feel like I have to couch it that way. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> He might be a chatterbox on the course, but he seems like a decent guy off it. So 55 to one, Billy Horschel, first round leader, Max Homa, who I really like this week, 55 to one. And then Aaron Wise, 75 to one. Let's so go. Eight guys. <laughs> we basically have the same list capper. Love it. Let's go for the sweat. What can go wrong? No, yeah, nothing's going to go wrong. Clearly not. Um, all right. Anything else, Pamela, before we get some one and done picks? What's the highest juice that you would pay for like a head to head? I mean, hmm. what quality of player are we talking about? Yeah. All right. We're talking about top Irish. It's Roy McRoy at minus 150 against a, basically a three ball, Shane Lowry. Lowry and Seamus Power. Yeah. What was it? I'm not as in love with Lowry. It's minus 150. I'm not in love with Lowry like it. a lot of people are. Um, I don't hate it. I'm, I'm with you. I'm actually kind of off of Lowry this week. I was off of yeah. last week. It didn't turn out great. Um, I mean, top 10, but he kind of shit the bed on Sunday and it fucked me out of a head to head against Connors. Um, ta- but that's exactly why. If you're talking yeah. about a player that's going to yeah, play four rounds, that's McElroy. Shane Lowry, yeah. he's good for like maybe a first round leader or like a tournament yeah. matchup. But I'm, I'm, totally- I'm fine laying 150 well, because, like we it. said, it only matters if you lose. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, one and done time. Pamela, why don't you uh, go first? Who's your one and done pick this week? Um, I had limited options because I've used everybody that I wanted to go with. <laughs> so <laughs> with Sam Burns, he did good for me last week, and I have him for one more opportunity. And then I'm going to go with Finau because I like have him it. also for one opportunity. Okay. All right, nice. Capper, what about you? So, like I, I told, told you before offline, I thought I was double barreling everything, but then you stupidly – Wanted us to do the fucking Mexico, which gave Tommy the lead in our one. Thanks, dickhead. <laughs> I, I think um, I got a big fat zero that week, too. Yeah, exactly. Way to go. Now Tommy's got an almost insurmountable lead. There's no way any of us are catching Tommy. Uh, and uh, so I don't know. I, I got, I haven't made up my mind yet. I got Cantley. I got, I got Xander. I got Spieth, I think, in one of them. I don't know which one I have him in. Uh, I feel like Xander's like, even though I bet him outright, I feel like he's like the safe play, and I don't know how many people are going to use him, right? Like he's yeah. almost like a guaranteed top twenty. Knock on wood. Yeah. Um, but I, I I don't have Finau, I don't have Rory, I don't got Rom, I don't got Scheffler. So my guess is I'm not going to get cute. It'll be one. It'll be it'll be one of those three guys: Cantlay, Xander, or Spieth. 
My guess is I, I think I can see where I can use Spieth again. Yeah. St. Andrews. Yep. And, and Xander, I I don't know where I can use him again. And I probably, I mean, tour champion. Well, we don't go, to tour we don't go that far. That's exactly what I was thinking. Might want to just burn him now then. That's what I was thinking. Going yeah. can't lay. Can't lay or, well, no, because I, because I can't think of another time. He's probably, he's going to play this. No. He's, I think he's going to play the Scottish because that's mm. now a PGA Tour event. No. He'll play the Open. Probably going to skip. What about Cantley? Cantley's going to play this. He'll play probably Scottish. He'll, He'll play, play the, the Open. Is he going to play the John Deere? No. <laughs> no, I think everybody's going to no, skip. I know. I know. Although, although, you know what? He's going to play Travelers. Yeah, and that's yeah, in Connecticut. And Xander will play Travelers next week, too. And that's in Connecticut, so mm-hmm. same shit. I don't know I don't know which way I'm going to go yet. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm one, of those, one of those three guys. Sorry. All right. I'm going to make it easy. I'm fulfilling the prophecy from a month ago. Can't, can't lie. lie. Can't okay. lie. I have to. I have so to. Now, I, I got to make that stand. So now I got to now I gotta do can't lie just to block you from catching me. Oh, you're, like, you're, like, you're like a half a million behind me, right? Uh, I think like 700,000 or so. And I need All to catch right. Scumbag Jay. Fuck you, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh that's the end of the show pamela uh thank you for coming on um you got any anything you want to plug before we get out of here uh no you can see my stuff on twitter at pamela m35 all of the stuff at the yahoo sports book um and if you're into bodybuilding stuff my instagram is footballfit 35 um i have competition in july so i'm almost there cool right, real excellent. quick give what's the best tennis bet of the week Best one lay it on us oh, t- Oh shit. Okay. So early morning <laughs> overnight play. All of these matches are early morning, like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. So, so you're talking to, you're talking tomorrow. What day is that? Tuesday? So you mean Wednesday morning? So Wednesday morning, yeah. Okay. Um well okay, fine. If you want one for I ahead of time, it. if you want one for ahead of time, uh Novak Djokovic to win Wimbledon. He is right. the best player on grass and by far by a lot. And okay. this is without looking at the draw, but he definitely has the legs for it. He's good for it. Like he he is just so it's based off of the draw. You're going to find him probably anywhere between. If you can find him at plus money, sold. If you do like minus 125 is probably like the highest that I would go right now. But um, a long shot to win would be for me, Felix Azure Aliasim. He's definitely going to be closer to like the 20, 30 to 1 range. Um, this is without looking at the draw because the draw doesn't come out for another couple of weeks. Mm. But this is just by early on Novak Djokovic. Okay. Seems like plus money and Djokovic is a pretty good bet. What was the overnight? I don't care if the listeners get it. Give me the overnight. <laughs> the overnight is going to be Ugo Umbert, H-U-M-B-E-R-T. Thank Ugo Humbert <laughs> against, uh, at plus he's plus two and a half games, and I'm debating if I want to take his money line. I haven't bet it yet. I was going to do that next after this. Plus two and a half cool. games. Games. Is that sets? Games. Games. But am I, what's a, isn't that a set? I'm, I don't know no, anything about it. Plus two and a half games. You have the games within the set. So there's yeah, like, up oh, to three sets. Great. Okay. Now I get it. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks for coming <laughs> on. Capri, you got anything else? No, that's it, man. Uh, I guess we're going on the mothership next. You'll hear that on the main feed. Um, other than that, we got that prop contest that we talked about last night that uh, that uh, you can go win 250 bucks. Pamela, you can join too. Super easy. Got a $3,000 uh, salary cap, basically. All the all golfers are given values on their OWGR rankings. You can use up to 10 golfers. Don't have to use all 10. Most money wins a free 250 bucks. Super easy. Um, yep. and friends, friends and family get to win. So you can so you can you, you can come on and win some money. Uh yeah, other than that, uh, rate review. Uh obviously share the word, man. That's that's how uh you know we keep this thing going, right? Tell your friends, uh people who like betting, entertainment, things like that. Uh any word of mouth always helps. Uh we try not to uh to shill too much. So any word of mouth really fucking helps. So other than that, Steve, you got anything, baby? No, that's it. Let's have a very profitable U.S. Open week. Break them fucking books. Let's go. (laughs) 